Hello, everyone, and welcome to It Gets, it Gets Better. I'm your host, Lindsay Adkinson. Uh, good morning. I'm saying good morning because it is very early right now. It's set to be 97 degrees today when I'm recording this, and our apartment has very large windows and not the best AC, so therefore it gets really hot. I mean, our AC works, but it's really, really loud as well, so I definitely cannot record a podcast when the AC is going, and so the moment you turn it off, it gets so hot in here, and then it's like it's a decent enough AC, but it's just basically what I'm saying is I have to record this before the sun gets too bright and it gets too hot in here so I can have the AC blasting because I definitely don't want me or the pups like miserable all day. I actually have a massive large ice water next to me because it's already pretty warm in here and I put the dogs in the bedroom where the AC is blasting for them already with like their food and water while I'm recording this just because I don't want them like out here where it is like it's not hot but it okay, it's a little hot already out here. So yeah, they're in the bedroom where they're nice and cool. And then as soon as this is done, I'm gonna like blast the AC in the whole place again. Um, But today's episode is a little different because I wanted to start a little bit of a Q&A series or an Ask Me Anything series where you guys get to be involved. So on my Instagram stories, I asked you guys to ask me anything involving, I did three separate question boxes one for anything manifest related, one that was anything mental health or like self-help related, and then one that was anything Noah or relationship related. I think I'm only going to do the one with the relationship one with Noah. I think I'm going to have him on the podcast and I think that would be really nice for us to record together. So for today, I'm going to be focusing on the questions just for me, which is the manifesting and mental health. Now, also, I want to say if I sound kind of weird, I recently got my teeth whitened and I got a little bit of a cut on the inside of my mouth from the, they open your mouth like really wide with this massive plastic thing. If you follow me on my Instagram stories, you probably saw it and it didn't hurt at all while it was happening and my teeth got really white. So it was very worth it. Very affordable. Um, Shout out the Beam Bar if anyone's in New York City, not sponsored or anything um, but it was a really easy nice way to get your teeth whitened but the the people there kept telling me make sure you apply this vitamin e oil before you put like the big I don't know if it's like a mouth guard whatever it is that makes your mouth open really wide they're like here's this vitamin e oil apply this all inside your mouth so that like it's slippery so that when you put this like mouth I guess I would say mouth spacer in there like it doesn't like it's not too tight and doesn't cut your lips well the vitamin e oil was like really sticky and really thick and I didn't want that much of it all over my mouth because then you're just sitting there with like this like gunk all in your mouth so I put a little bit on there and I definitely see why they said to put a lot of it because there's just one part inside my mouth where um, when I was taking the mouth guard out at the end or like the mouth spacer thing it kind of it was like because it's tight it kind of cut the inside of my mouth just a little bit and it hurts a little bit while it's healing so I feel like I'm talking a little strange if you notice that I'm sorry if you don't notice that then I just told it myself but yeah if you go and get your teeth whitened one it's, it was great but two listen to what they say and when they say to put the vitamin e oil all in your mouth even though it might feel kind of weird to be your mouth filled with like vaseline type stuff do it <laughs> anyways do what they tell you to do um i'm not sure if we're going to get through um manifesting and mental health in one video or if it'll be like i just said video i think i'm I have youtube brain i'm not sure if in one podcast episode if we'll have 
all mental health or all manifests. I'm sure by the title, you know how it ended up going. So I'm just going to roll through all of the manifests. And then depending on how long this is, if it takes me a long time to answer them, I will cut and do mental health in a part two. But if not, then I will just go ahead and answer all of them today. So the very first question I'm going to answer, I feel like this is a good one to start with, is how do you incorporate manifesting daily? So to me, I always try, I think everyone's reality is different. And I never like to knock or say that someone else's reality of manifesting is wrong. Because that's the thing is we do, our minds sort of set the tone for our reality. It's called subconscious bias, meaning if your brain fully believes that something is true or real, then that is what your reality believes is true or real. So that is what your reality is going to reflect. It is like a proven thing as far as I know, (laughs) in case someone's like come out and debunked that since the last time we've talked about it. Um, It's a real thing. You know, your mind is biased based on what you believe. So I never want to say that someone else's reality is wrong. But so I like to think of how it is for my reality, where I've never been like, I think the term is woo woo. And I don't know if that's supposed to be like a rude term. If it is, I don't mean it in that way. I think it's actually a cute term I go through phases where I feel like more woo woo or less woo woo I don't know why there I think it depends on who I'm around if I have friends that are very like spiritual in a sense and they love to sage and do tarot cards and have crystals I'm like I don't really understand that stuff I don't know a lot about it but bring it on like I'm interested but on my own I don't know a bunch about that stuff so I don't do it as much where like I do like to sage my space and I have a friend who is a Reiki teacher and he explained to me the way he sees saging is kind of like even if you don't believe in like a spiritual sense it is just how you are accepting that your home or the space you're saging is going to be from then on out. So maybe you're someone that doesn't believe that someone's like negative energy, like someone else's energy or your past energy can like linger in a space Um, because there's some people that believe when they're saging, they're like getting rid of literal negative energy or energy they don't want. But then for me, if I don't necessarily see it that way, for me, it's all about the intention. It's like, okay, I'm saging my space. It's a ritual that I'm doing that is a way for me to set an intention within myself that I am going to stop having a certain energy or work on not cultivating or kind of sitting in a certain energy that maybe I've been stuck with and start to bring in new energy. So for me, it may be less about the fact that I believe I'm literally getting rid of someone's energy from my house, but it's more about the fact that my intention is to actually work on and physically do things in my home in the space that I'm saging that bring me better energy. I hope I'm explaining that well. Um, Just what I'm saying is when I say incorporate manifesting daily is everyone's going to incorporate things differently depending on what your reality is. If you are someone that's very spiritual, maybe the way you incorporate things daily is tarot cards. Maybe you do, um, you do something with your crystals or you sage daily or, you know, you do certain things that for you connect you spiritually and I think that's really really beautiful to have your own spiritual practice Um, and like I said I go in and out of phases it's not that I don't believe any of it it's just honestly that I'm less knowledgeable about it and I just haven't had honestly with the past two years I think everyone has gone through a lot with the pandemic but then also for me with my mom I really just haven't once I started really getting into the law of attraction and manifesting I just had so much happen that I really haven't had time to 
really focus on a spiritual practice. So maybe that's something I need to work on or that I should start working on. Maybe I'll find some books because I did, the more I think about it, I'm looking to my left at my bookshelf and I have a book called Dear Universe and it was actually like manifesting activities. Who remembers that from my YouTube channel where I would do like manifesting activities every day. And so I did used to have more of like a spiritual practice, I guess, now that I think about it, maybe I just kind of forgot. Um, but now the way I incorporate manifesting lately is just the way that suits the reality that I'm currently seeing, I guess, where I am scripting and journaling. I love to journal more in like more of like a therapeutic way as well. I have two separate journals that really works well for my brain because I know some people feel like mental health and manifesting can't go hand in hand. I don't I don't believe that. I think they absolutely can. When I first got diagnosed with ADHD and I was taking medication, I had a lot of people who were like, oh, well, like, you know, you could manifest that to go away. And I'm like, I don't actually believe in manifestation necessarily in that sense. Um, and that's okay if someone else does. But for me, I'm like, no, I, I really care about my mental health. And I think I'm really grateful that we live in a time where mental health is cared about and taking, you know, it's accepted or we're learning how to work on it. And so for me, like I do take like medication, um, now almost every single day. And I know that sounds weird to mention for manifesting, but that is how I manifest daily is by taking the medication that makes me my best self and it keeps me from falling back into self-sabotaging, um, and depressive type behaviors. Um, so that is one thing actually that I do every single day. And what I was also going to mention, the reason I said, um, the medication stuff is that for my brain, I notice that I don't like to combine my mental health and manifesting stuff like into one notebook because honestly, it's because one time I was reading my journal to Noah and I was like, can you imagine if like, like, you know, when you see movies and someone's like, like an, an FBI agent is like reading someone's journals. And it's like, I was like, can you imagine Noah if like an FBI agent was reading my journals one day? And it's like the first page is like, I'm going to manifest six figures in my bank account. And tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to create a video that brings me a hundred thousand new Instagram subscribers. And then I'm going to, I'm going to make a podcast that inspires people to take action in their daily lives. And then I'm going to do this. And it's like this beautiful, positive thing. And the next page is like, today I feel like crap. I'm angry at Blake <laughs> like and it because when I'm angry or I'm not feeling it like I really let it out in my journals and so I was making a joke with Noah that imagine if someone sees this one day and their script like they're like flipping through the pages and like wow this is really scary how quickly it goes from like really abundant to really like I'm mad at the world <laughs> because that's just how brains work at least that's how my brain works so I decided to separate the pages or separate my notebooks. So I have a therapeutic daily journal, which is just when I want to write how I'm feeling, what I'm doing, anything about my life. That's more of like my daily journal. I will wake up and do that. That's probably more of a mental health habit that I'll get into later. But then I also have a separate journal that is just strictly for manifesting and scripting. So for example, the other day it was August 8th, which was actually also Noah's birthday. And apparently that is like called the Lion's Gate or the Lion's Portal, which is supposed to be like a really powerful day to manifest so I pulled out that journal and I wrote at the top of the page everything I write in this journal will be is is reflected in my reality which I thought was like a really powerful sentence and I was like oh I love that and then I wrote down all of my goals for the rest of this year I wrote in future or in present tense like I am a content creator with a hundred thousand followers on TikTok that records a podcast that promotes like um, abundance and 
healthy mental health and like balance and positivity that makes people take action in their lives. And I am working on my future best-selling novel. And so that is not something I do daily, but I do try to write in my scripting journal, I would say at least once or twice a week when I'm really in it and really, really wanting to bring something in my life, I will do it more. But I think as long as you do it a few times a week, for me right now, that's something I've been incorporating. I also really have been incorporating intentional living lately, meaning just having intention in my daily life. So less of a spiritual thing, more of a how I create my world or how I create my actual days where I like to mean, I like to meditate mostly every mornings. I've been really into Joe Dispenza recently. I don't really know anything about him. I know a lot of people love his stuff and I've never read any of his books. Maybe I should, but on YouTube, there's so many uh, Joe Dispenza or is it Dr. Joe Dispenza meditations that are really powerful. There's one that's like a 15 minute morning meditation And it really sets you up for an incredible day. It has you like feel the way it it goes through different stages of feeling the way you would find like financially free, like um, super joyous. If something like that you're trying to manifest just came through super in love, like all these different things that has you go through and visualize. And by the end, you just feel really, really empowered. So I like to do something like that. And then I also like to ask myself what are the things that I really need to do today? What are my big threes? What are my top three things that will really move me forward in my life? And some days those are more business related, but some days those are more personal related. Like for me, I am trying to manifest being in peak physical and mental shape, mental, physical health shape, because I have not been taking the best care of myself since the pandemic. And, you know, with my diagnosis, I really have to be careful and take care of myself. And I noticed that I was in and out of that. So I ask myself, what is it that I need to do today? And then I will work to intentionally do those things first in my day or as soon as I can, because I feel like that is how I am manifesting my future by intentionally doing the things that I need to do now. I think we manifest our lives not by the big moments, but by the little things we do every single day. And sometimes we just think, we, oh, we want the iPhone, or we want to manifest um, a certain kind of love in our life, or this, or like a big 100,000 followers on TikTok. But really what we deep down want a lot of the times is the feeling that comes from it. So for me, if I want to manifest 100,000 followers on TikTok, maybe what I actually want is an empowering career that I'm proud of, or that I want a place to share my feelings. So something I like to do is ask myself, what is the feeling behind the thing that I'm trying to manifest? And then I like to ask myself, how can I bring that feeling into my life all day long? Not just with this one thing I'm trying to manifest, manifest, how can I manifest how can I bring about that feeling all day? So if you're trying to manifest financial freedom, or so if you're trying to manifest like a trip to Bali in an iPhone and, you know, $20,000 in your bank account, maybe what you're, that feeling is financial freedom because, you know, money can be stressful. So you can ask yourself, how can I start to manifest financial freedom throughout my entire day? And then how can I intentionally act throughout my habits, the way I talk to people, the way I network? What can I do intentionally every day to work towards that overall goal? Because for me, when it comes to incorporate manifesting daily, it is not about manifesting one one specific item for me anymore because I've done that and I've had the items and items are great and I still I think it's totally okay to want material items there's nothing wrong with that but I've also realized that there is something really beautiful in manifesting consistency like a beautiful consistent happy life feeling the way that you want to feel the majority of days for me I've always 
I had all these big goals and uh, like materials that I wanted to manifest. But when I looked at it deep down a few years ago, I realized what I actually wanted to manifest was a safe, healthy home where I felt comfortable to be myself, where I felt loved and worthy and proud of myself, where I no longer felt scared of my environment. And so I started working to manifest that. And now I have that and I wake up every single day with so much gratitude where it's like if I don't get the iPhone or whatever it is, you know, you're trying to manifest, it doesn't like rock my world. I don't feel so upset. I'm like, you know what, those things can come and go. But I am really grateful that I've manifested this feeling of abundance and safety and health and happiness that I really deep down actually craved. So that was a very long answer, but Ask yourself, what is it that you are trying to feel in your overall life? Like, how do you want your life to feel? And what little things can you incorporate into your life every single day to manifest that? And that could be different for everyone. It could be writing in a journal. It could be going to a yoga class. It could be going somewhere to meet new people or, you know, starting to do things now that work towards a big goal you have in the future. Maybe you have a a futuristic goal of being a doctor because you want that financial freedom in a job that you're proud of. So you can ask yourself, what can you do right now that sets you up to eventually get towards that goal? Because sometimes things do take time and we get a little overwhelmed by that. But guess what? The time is going to pass anyways. So you might as well take the steps you have to take. And a few more like tangibles if you're looking for that is I love to dopamine dress, which means dressing in a way that makes me feel happy or confident. I used to just throw clothes on that kind of match the way I was already feeling. And now I ask myself, no, how do I want to feel? And if I want to feel cozy, and comfortable, then yeah, I'm going to put on the pajamas and not worry about doing my hair. But if I want to feel productive and ready to get to work, then I might put on a different type of outfit and maybe brush my hair at least or put on a little bit of makeup or whatever it is that just makes me that kind of puts me in that space. Those are ways that that I align myself with my goals is by literally putting myself in the outfit that makes me feel ready to do that. I used to want to get out and take more walks and now I do that, but I wasn't sure why I could never get myself motivated to do it. But it's like I would wake up and I'd be in my pajamas and I'd wear those pajamas all day long and then I'd ask myself why I wasn't motivated to go outside. So then I start to ask myself, you know, the very first step, what what can I wear right now that mo- that makes me feel excited to go out and walk. I'm like, oh, a cute workout outfit and some tennis shoes, put my hair in a ponytail, maybe throw on a hat, some sunglasses. And then I'm like, oh, now I'm very motivated to get outside. So taking that little step of dopamine dressing is something that has really helped my life in the best way, not just manifesting, but for everything. Um, I also really like to keep my space clean. I have noticed that I just work better in a clean home that makes me feel motivated and inspired and, you know, all the good stuff. And like I said, I do the scripting, the journaling, the meditation. Meditation is probably the biggest thing for me because it is where I clear my mind out the most and I really get aligned with what I want to do. And you guys know I also have always been a big fan of vision boards, but I actually don't have a vision board right now. Noah and I have some some really big things happening. I'll just go and tell you now. So if you're listening, you're about to get some, some, uh, never before heard stuff. I mean, I might've, by the time I post this, I might've already told you on Instagram. So I'm sorry if I just got your hopes up for nothing, but no one, I are actually sort of moving, not actually moving. We are going to Europe for five, almost six weeks. I, it's wild. We have an apartment in Paris. Noah's going to be working out of the, his company has an office in Paris. He's going to be working there um, in the office there. And we're just going to be living our lives the same way we would here there. Um, and we've both been talking about how we don't really know 
what our next future goals are. Like I've been feeling kind of like, what are my next goals? Because I do, I'm really proud of my life and where it's at right now. But of course, I I don't want to just be like, okay, I'm content. I don't want to continue. Um, and I don't want to let what happened the last two years with my mom and the pandemic keep me from reevaluating the goals I had a few years ago of like going on public speaking tours and retreats and everything. I do feel like I've lost sight of that lately. So Noah and I are going to Paris for almost six weeks, about five and a half weeks. And our goal is when we get back to create inspiration slash vision, dream boards, whatever you want to call them for the rest of the year, because we both are like, we need to get realigned with our goals. We not, not just our one year goals, but like our five, 10 year plan, um, because we've just been really enjoying the present moment, which is beautiful. I am really privileged to be in a place where I can just enjoy the present moment. But I also, you know, I want to I want to get excited for my future again. We both do. So when we come back from Paris, we are going to make really big uh, vision boards, dream boards for our future lives. So let me know on Instagram if you'd like me to document that. Maybe I can make a reel or something with that. But those that's another thing you can definitely do to manifest daily is just have a visual of what you're trying to bring into your life so your brain literally sees what you're trying to bring in. You can visualize those things, close your eyes and like visualize yourself actually achieving those goals and doing those things and let your subconscious feel what it feels like to have those items. So that way you can start doing things in your daily life that match that feeling that slowly work towards, helps you get towards that goal. Okay, that was a really long answer. I'm so sorry if that was annoying, but I just kind of got on a tangent. So let's move on to the next question. I have a feeling this is gonna be a part one and part two, so. The next one is tips of how to manifest new friends in another city slash state. This is a great question because I have moved a million times. Oh, wait, the other one says how to manifest moving to another city state. Should I do that one first? It's fine. So when we moved, every single time it has been really sad to leave our friends. That's one of the things Noah and I really want in the future is... We don't want to keep moving around. After Paris is just a, a quick one-time thing, really for Noah's job, um, and because obviously we want to do it. Traveling is still a beautiful thing. It's just we're not moving permanently, and we do want to really start like planting our roots here um, because we want to have long-time friendships. One of our best friends, uh, Brooke and Alec, just recently moved out of New York, and it really reminded us like how much friendships matter. So I totally understand that feeling of wanting to manifest new friends because I didn't have great friends for a long time. I've had some really great friends. I don't want any of my good friends to hear this and be like, what? We're, we're, I have great friends. Um, but I haven't had consistent good friends. Maybe that's what I should say because I was moving so much. You know, I moved from Georgia where I wasn't my best self, you know, and I was, I was also part of a toxic, I was a toxic person. So of course I was surrounding myself with people where we were all kind of feeling the same. Not everyone, but a good majority. And I was also a big part of the problem. But then I moved to Ohio, made a lot of good friends for the first time. And then we, you know, moved to California, made a lot of new friends. And then we moved back to Ohio. So I restarted those friendships. And then we moved back to California and we made new friends because a lot of our friends who were in California the first time had left. And then we made great friends in California. And then you know what? We moved to New York. And I was like, oh my gosh, here we are again. And I think the biggest tips on how to manifest the new friends has kind of been putting myself out there, kind of like that intentional living. What? are things you can do to make new friends go to new places if you're someone my friend Brooke who just moved out of New York she now is living in Dallas she loves yoga so she literally put herself out there and she's been going to a hot yoga class at the same time every single week so that she's meeting the same people and she's seeing people 
every single day and, and she's starting to literally put herself out there it's really motivating to, for her telling me she does these things she's just putting herself out there and being like hey do you want to get coffee after yoga like I'm new here and from doing that she has made new friends she also went on Facebook she said so this is a good tip I've never tried this and she found out there are groups of people uh, like Facebook groups for people like to meet friends and she found like a Dallas um like a Dallas millennial, I should ask her what it's called, but like a Dallas Facebook group for people to meet up. And that's where she found other people that like yoga and going for coffee. And that's really helped her. But ask yourself, what kind of friendships do you want? So for me, I was in social media, so it did make it a lot easier when I first moved to New York. I actually met Brooke through a TikTok live. So I honestly feel that feel like that was kind of like the universe bringing us together. She, We both talk about how we feel like we were brought together, which sounds silly, but I did one TikTok live my entire life. And in that TikTok live, guess who joined? Brooke. And now she's literally like one of my best friends. And I think that's so interesting. But just putting myself out there that day when I was so scared to be on that TikTok live and I had mentioned in the TikTok live that I was new to New York and I hadn't met any friends yet. Guess what? I made a friend. And then also just putting myself out there through Instagram DMs. My friend Julia, you guys probably know her. You might have seen her from my content. She also does a lot of manifesting content. We met through Instagram DMs. My friend Brittany, we met through Instagram DMs or might have been TikTok with her. Either way, it's just like literally commenting on someone's social media that you might see, which may seem that may be harder to do if you aren't in the social media space. I'm not really sure because I've always been in the social media space, but I will just comment and be like, hey, I've been following you for a while and I feel like we have this and this in common. I just moved here. Would you want to get lunch? So I think really just putting yourself in a place to meet new people, maybe going to a new coffee shop and going to that same coffee shop for a while and then introducing yourself to people joining Facebook friend uh, Facebook groups Bumble BFF is a new thing I know a lot of people love that just putting yourself out there um, in any way you can and I know it's really scary but you have to sometimes realize that they might not come up to you and say hi so sometimes you have to go up to someone and you have to say hi and introduce yourself which leads me on to how to manifest moving to another city or state I'm moving to New York my biggest tip Honestly, for me, okay, it's kind of different for each thing because everyone's manifestations are different. When we moved to LA, our biggest thing was just making sure we could afford it. And I actually put in a specific apartment, if you guys remember this, on a vision board for LA. And we ended up getting that exact apartment, even though it was not available when we thought we were moving. And it was just weird timing. I decided to reach out. We actually got denied for our first apartment. And we were already driving. We did a cross-country move. Um, we are we're already driving from Ohio. First, we stopped in Georgia to see my family. And then while we were in Georgia, on the, before we went to California, we found out we got denied for the apartment. And we were literally like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And it was so weird. I just had this intuitive feeling to check that dream apartment we had found that had been taken. It was like, I don't know if you guys remember, it was the three-story townhome that was very affordable in, in our budget. We still aren't sure why it was in our price range. It was in a great area. It was in Silver Lake. It was wonderful. 10 out of 10. Um, and we looked and one of the units became available from the time I had looked before to the time that we got denied for that apartment. And that was like maybe a two-week span because it was like a last minute getting denied from the apartment. I don't even remember what it was. Um, I think it was something about my income, like they couldn't verify it with me being like a YouTuber and something like that. And it was very last minute, but it all kind of worked out. So I say start really having a visual idea of what you want. What apartment do you want what kind of apartment do you want? Put it on a vision board. What kind of income do you need to match that? You know, what kind of, what area do you want to be in? Watch videos, like literally watch YouTube videos of 
maybe vloggers or people in the specific area you want to move to and get a feel for that area and then make a plan, whether it's a one year, two year, six month plan and slowly work towards that. And also part of it is just letting the timing be right because a lot of people were so confused when we moved to New York thinking, oh, I thought LA was like your dream home. No, LA was wonderful. And that was, like I said, a dream apartment. But Noah and I have always wanted to live in New York City. Uh, we got engaged in New York City. We had He asked me to be his girlfriend in New York City. We took an overnight bus. It was like 15 bucks here um, when we were very broke for him to ask me to be his girlfriend. And we always really had just envisioned ourselves here. We came here when we were living in Ohio and went to a rooftop bar with friends. And my friend always says like, she overheard this and it was like such a sweet moment she said because I was sitting there just like enamored looking at the view um standing next to Noah and I said you know it could always be like this one day like we could live here it could always be like this and he was like you never know and it's so crazy because we tried moving here many times Noah came out to the city for a few job offers and he didn't get them and we would apply for apartments and we couldn't afford them or we would get, you know, denied. And most of them we just simply couldn't, couldn't afford. And then when we said, you know what, the timing just isn't right right now. Let's put it away and stop talking about it. Stop thinking about it. We moved on. We went to LA instead because it was still helped us grow. We It doesn't always have to be like one or the other. It doesn't have to be like, oh, either I get this or I don't do anything. Like we realized like, okay, we can't get New York City right now. Let's do something else. Like we could afford LA and that was something so different for us. Like it was really far away from, you know, Noah's family and my family. And it was a whole different experience, but it was really nice and it really forced us to grow it actually forced me to really come to terms with a lot of things I needed to work on with myself it's probably where I did the most of my healing and you know then when the timing was right all of a sudden New York became available to us like Noah got an offer with his new company that he was working with to come out here and work in their New York office and it and all worked out in perfect timing and the crazy thing is from our apartment and if you look out like the window you can see the um the hotel rooftop bar that we were standing on years ago when I had said it can always be like this. And that was maybe four or five years ago. And I think that's really just serendipitous. Um, but I think that's just a big thing is knowing that timing is everything and it's okay if something doesn't work right now. It doesn't mean it's a rejection. It could just be a redirection until the timing is right. So I really encourage anyone who has wanted to move out of their hometown to do it. And if you can't move to New York or LA right now, that's okay. Those are expensive cities. Move somewhere that you can afford and just get a feel of being independent and being on your own. Because what if, for me, I moved from Georgia to Ohio and people were like, why are you going to Ohio? I'm like, because I could afford it. It was similar to, you know, the prices in Georgia. And but of course, that wasn't where I wanted to live ultimately. At the time, I had really wanted to live in somewhere like New York City, but I knew there was no way that was in my budget. But I was like, you know what? Why not just experience something else? And from doing that, if I hadn't moved to Ohio, I don't think I would have ever gotten to live in New York. And not just that, I would have never met my husband. I would have never met some of my best friends. Noah's family is literally my family. So if you have the opportunity to move somewhere new and it's not your dream place, try it. It is so that is a big part of manifesting is going somewhere new meeting new people because what if the universe so deeply needs you to meet those other people and have those connections to help you get to where you're supposed to be next you have no idea what another place could be for you so I think if you have a chance to move take it try something new and it's okay obviously eventually if you want to settle down like now Noah, Noah and I are in a place where we don't want to move anymore but I'm talking about if you've lived in your hometown your entire life and you're feeling called to go listen to that intuition okay 
I'm making this so long. I'm so sorry. But hope maybe this is fun. I know some people like long podcasts. Um, I actually do like listening to long podcasts, but I think it's a little bit of imposter syndrome of whether or not people want to hear me talk for a long time. So next one is, can you touch more on the fear of failure? Getting, oh, sorry, getting all the steps right, but for some reason it still freaks me out. So can you touch more on the fear of failure? Getting all the steps right, but for some reason it still freaks me out. Okay, so you're just saying you're just afraid of the possibility of failure. Honestly, I think it's okay to be afraid of failure. That is okay. I think everyone is afraid of failure. And sometimes we think the people who are succeeding right now that they're not afraid to fail. Oh, they're afraid to fail. And they have failed and they will fail. We will all fail. But I think we have to stop seeing it as failure. I made a TikTok on this recently. I say, read your um, rejection is not rejection. It is redirection. If you fail, it is just because either something else is better for you or you, you are learning a lesson that you have to learn before you get it. The universe needs you to overcome something. There are so many things that you don't realize that I have failed at. I'm sure you, there are some things you have seen me fail at, but there are so many things I have tried at that have not worked. My first podcast obviously didn't work. I'm obviously not doing YouTube the way I used to do it. Like those things, I don't consider them failures. I've had people ask me like, oh, is it weird now that, you know, like your YouTube isn't like the way it used to be? Like, do you feel like you failed? No, YouTube provided a stable income for me and helped me get out of my hometown, a really tough situation. And I don't see it as a failure now. I see it as a redirection because I've told so many people for so long that I felt called to do a podcast. But when I tried it the first time, guess what? The podcast also didn't work. Why? Because that was when I was struggling the most with my mom. And what did that force me to do? Go to therapy. I was redirected. And now here I am with a stronger, confident voice to start a podcast. And I wouldn't have done that if my YouTube channel was exactly where it used to be. I wouldn't have done that if my podcast hadn't failed before because I wouldn't have gone to therapy. So it's okay to be afraid to be afraid of failure. Just know that failure is a part of the process and it is not an end result. It is not, I mean, it's not the end. Yeah, it's not the end result. It is not the end all be all if you fail. It is just a step stone. Failure doesn't mean, oh, I failed. It's over with. No, it means, okay, you're being redirected to either try again, learn something new and then try again, or try something else or wait for something better. So I think it's okay to be afraid to fail as long as you don't let that fear stop you. It is honestly, courage is not the, being being courageous does not mean you don't fail. Being courageous means you know there's a possibility and a big chance of failure in your life, but you still do it anyways and you dance with that fear. You let that fear be a part of it and you say, you know what, I'm afraid because I care. I'm afraid to fail because this matters to me. And guess what? If you fail, you ask yourself, what did I learn from this? What can I do better next time? And you keep going. So that's my answer to that one. And the next question is, oh, the next one is, do you ever feel like a complete failure? And that's the same thing as everyone feels like that sometimes. Of course, I have had moments where I felt like a failure and I felt really bad about myself, especially when with my YouTube channel. When I took that big break and I came back, it just wasn't the same and I didn't feel it. And I felt like, you know, I failed everyone who used to look up to me and wait for my videos because I've had the amount of DMs I used to get of like, oh my gosh, your video helped me see this and helped change my life. Like I felt almost like a moral responsibility. So I felt almost like I failed people, which was a hard pill to swallow but then I realized no I didn't maybe those people needed to find someone else to pay attention to to watch maybe they needed for me not to post to get them off of YouTube and into the real world to practice those things you know I I looked at it as you know what I said everything I really could on YouTube when it comes to manifesting and showing those things and YouTube doesn't want people to just sit and talk like a podcast like this and I was redirected to talk here 
where I can reach a different audience where in some of that same audience. So I, of course, I felt like a failure many times in my life. There are things I look back on, especially when I was a child, when I was doing drugs and drinking and, you know, self-sabotaging and self-harming that I like, look, I'm angry at myself for doing some of those things. But especially when I, you know, I told you I stole things. It was a lot of times when I had like a bout of stealing when I was in middle school. And I've even had people say like, oh, I don't know if I'd mention that if I were you because brands are going to get mad or brands. And I'm like, you know what? No, because that was a failure of mine. But guess what? I learned from it. I was 15 years old. I'm almost 30 now. I'm not ashamed of something that I did back then. Yes, it was a, I guess, a quote unquote failure, but it caused me to look in the mirror at the really toxic habits I had and the really bad things I was doing and ask myself, why am I doing this? And then I had to reevaluate who I was, the environment I was in, the people I was around, the way I was treating myself and treating others. And it forced me to say, hell no to this life path. I could see exactly what life path I was going down and I wasn't having that. So failure is not always a bad thing. Yes, I have felt it, but now I am grateful I felt it because it forced me to become who I am today. So even if you have, you feel failure right now, just, I promise you, sit with that feeling, let it be there and know something better is coming. I promise you it is not over, okay? I love you. Okay, (laughs) I'm getting emotional. Next one is, hey, Lindsay, I know that letting go plays a part in manifesting, and I'd love some tips on that. Sort of like for New York, that was a big part of letting go. And some tips are to not just give up and think that it's over or not to just like think, okay, if I can't, say you're trying to manifest a trip to Bali. I don't know why I keep going back to that. Or maybe you're, maybe you're trying, I don't want to go back to the moving one because we just spoke on that. Maybe you're trying to manifest a certain, let's say a career. Maybe you want to manifest a certain career path and it's just not happening. You've applied and you've applied and everyone's like, you know, you don't have enough experience. That doesn't mean, okay, well, I give up, I throw in the towel and I go to a whole new career. No, if you want that career, maybe it's like you put that on the back burner and you think, okay, what experience could get me there in the future? What jobs am I eligible for? What jobs do I qualify for that I could do now? And then you focus on something new. You focus on a new job that is a stepping stone for your future. It doesn't mean letting go as in like, oh, you're never going to have it. It just means putting it away for a bit and focusing on something else. It doesn't mean if you, you know, don't get something you want that you just sit at home and think, oh, well, that's over. I'll just sit here and watch TV until it happens. No, you focus on something new. I mean, you still watch TV, but (laughs) you focus on a new path for a little while because maybe the universe needs you to go on a different journey. It's like a little reroute. You know, you're on up. Maybe you thought you were going on one highway, but it needed you to take a detour you know, go stop at the McDonald's, get a large fry, a Diet Coke. And then in a little bit, you folk, you enjoy the Diet Coke. You don't just sit there and think, oh my God, I need to get back on the highway. Oh my God, I got to go. There's something else down in the future. No, you learn to enjoy that freaking Diet Coke and the, and the fries. And you ask yourself, what am I learning from this Diet Coke? Okay. There is a lesson to be learned here. Either some growth to be had at this McDonald's and then you go back to the highway. Okay. It is just a part of your route and it's okay. So Focus on, give yourself new tasks, new goals that, you know, could set you up for that for the future and focus fully on them. Let the other thing just like be out of your mind for a bit. Enjoy your life. Be present with your friends. Be grateful for what you have along the way. Enjoy your life and, you know, it'll happen. Okay. Next question is how do you sustain the feeling when in doubt? I feel like that's kind of what we've talked on, but I'll still answer it. How do you just sustain the feeling when in doubt? Um, I deal with doubt a lot and when it comes, I just let myself sit with it. And then I ask myself, 
why do I feel this way? Why do I feel like I'm not worthy of something? And usually you'll get some kind of answer for me if I might need to journal the answer or meditate to find the answer. And usually once I find the answer, it's something that is someone else told me or someone else made me believe about myself. And then I work to overcome that. And usually by doing the thing that I'm scared of, the thing that I'm doubtful of, if I'm like, oh, you know what? I can't, I can't get in my best physical shape. Like I, I don't know how to use half the equipment. I have a lot of gym anxiety. Uh, I can't use half the equipment at the gym, so I'm not going to go. Well, and then I ask myself, why do I feel like this? And I, and I remind myself of times that I've been embarrassed at the gym. And then I say, you know what? I don't care because I am working on being my healthiest self and I'm going to go by myself, put my headphones on. I'm going to work past the doubt and I'm going to do it anyways. And that slowly shows that ego part of your brain that wants to keep you safe and wants you to not try new things out of fear that you're not listening to it and it can kind of step aside next is how to attract someone like noah okay i feel like i should make a whole podcast on manifesting love because my answer would be by becoming the person you need to be I am not someone who believes in manifesting specific people because we all have our own things we want in life. And it's like, if I wanted to manifest Harry Styles, but Harry Styles wanted to manifest whoever he wants to be with, that would be unfair of me to believe that somehow my manifestation is bigger than his. Do you see what I'm saying? So I believe in manifesting the type of love and the type of people we want, but not a specific person. But you said how to attract someone like Noah. So you answered, you actually worded that perfectly. Um, What I would say is ask yourself, what type of qualities? This is what happened. So I was dating this guy that was total. I I was in a big relationship that ended. I moved to Ohio to work on myself and I started like, like casually dating. I had never really been single and just like went on casual dates. And there was this one time that I realized I had sort of become someone's booty call. Okay. I've never talked about this. I feel like I should do a podcast on it. And I was like, he's I like I didn't even realize it that this guy was like would call me at two in the morning be like you want to come over and like play video games and eat McDonald's and I'd be like no but I was lonely so I'd say sure and then I'd go home and feel bad about myself and eventually I was like absolutely not so I made a list of the qualities I wanted in a partner and I was like you know what I'm not settling until I find this I'm gonna work on myself and when I wrote down those qualities of what I wanted in a partner it kind of hit me in the face that I didn't have a lot of those qualities. <laughs> like, I was like, wait a minute. I'm not very trusting. I still think everyone's always out to get me, and I feel like everyone's lying. I I want someone with good communication, but I don't know how to have an argument calmly. I want someone who has this or that, but I don't have that. So I started working on myself, and you attract what you are. That is why if you are really negative and really sad and you gossip a lot, you notice a lot of your friends are like that too. And sometimes it's like you notice that you start hanging out with those people, and you become more like that because we attract what we are even if you weren't we're not naturally gossipy those people like they kind of rub off on us so I started surrounding myself with people that I wanted to be like meeting new friends that were the types of people I wanted to be like you know watching TED doesn't even have to be real life people watching TED talks and listening to podcasts and YouTube videos of people that were bettering themselves reading books from these kind types of people and I worked on becoming my best self and before you know it I just met Noah you know and he changed my life so I think become the type of love you want to receive and give yourself that love along the way. Um, And that doesn't mean you have to be exactly where you need to be before you meet someone. I don't believe you have to be like your best self before you meet them because I definitely was not my best self, but I was working on myself. Noah was working on myself. And then we got together and we've worked on ourselves together. Um, Next question is, let me see, some of these I might need to save for the next one because 
um, hitting rock bottom. I feel like that I'll save that for the mental health one. How did you start? I feel like I have no motivation or self-discipline at all. Um, discipline is a big one. I think when you say I have no motivation or discipline, focus on the discipline first. This could actually be its own topic for an entire podcast. Um, motivation doesn't come first. Discipline comes first. You have to be really, really disciplined honestly you have to force yourself out of bed and I think a way to get disciplined is to really know what you're getting disciplined for you have to have goals that really call to your soul because for me I was I love Les Brown he has a a, I don't know if it's not a podcast um he has like a motivational speech somewhere you can find it on YouTube called you've got to be hungry and he talks about if you've ever been physically hungry which I have gone hungry in my life that you have to feel that way towards your goals like you have to be hungry towards your goals and imagine that like you know, like that same feeling for me of like, I had to work hard for my career goals because I never wanted to go back to a place where I couldn't afford food ever freaking again. Like, and that is just real. Um, so you have to, and obviously I don't, I don't not saying to go hungry to know what that feels like. Please do not do that. Please eat your food. I'm just saying like, you have to have a goal that speaks to your soul, no matter what it is. Sometimes if we're not motivated for a goal, ask yourself why, is it because it's a goal that someone else gave to you? and you feel like it's supposed to be your goal? Or is it just that you don't feel worthy of it and you need to work on that worth first? Sometimes that we're not ready for our goals yet. I know some people are like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're never going to be ready if, unless you just go for it. I don't know. Sometimes the universe does want us to prepare. Sometimes we have things that have to happen first. Sometimes if you don't feel disciplined and you know, this is the goal for you, but you cannot get up and get to it. You have to ask yourself why, what are things within yourself you need to work on first work on that discipline and then work on the goal later because you've got to tackle those first things you've got to maybe you need to go to therapy maybe you need a an accountability buddy you know do something else first and then come back to the goal that is very okay okay I just realized I still have one two three four five six seven more questions and I've only answered like five or six but we are at the 45 minute mark right now before I edit it I'm sure it'll be a little shorter But I think that's where I'm going to pause for now. And then I will make a part two on the manifestation questions. And then I will also do the ask me anything uh, mental health ones. I'm going to say I felt really in flow today, like kind of doing the Q&A style. Maybe we'll do more of these if you like them. I really felt... I definitely am someone when I get in the zone, I start to ramble a lot. At least I think I'm rambling, but then Noah or a friend will listen back and be like, no, this was really insightful. And I actually felt today like this was kind of insightful and I hope this is very helpful for you. And I'm sorry I didn't get to all of the questions, but I promise you in the very next episode, that is what you will get. So please, 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 if you don't mind, will you give this a little five-star rating wherever you're listening if you want to? You don't have to if you don't want, but it is great for me. Um, and it helps me out a lot with the podcast. If you are listening and you enjoyed it, if you, if you have a certain part of the podcast you loved or you just like this episode it would mean the world if you share it on your stories and make sure to tag me at lindsay.adkinson that way I can repost it onto my stories as well and say thank you I love you so much and thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast it's been a big goal of mine and I am really happy this felt this felt really good today so I love you so much and I will talk to you next time bye